There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Get ready to enjoy the best podcast of your life on The Courtney Show Podcast, fueled by Salt and Smoke. Welcome to The Courtney Show. Good morning, everyone. Morning. It's going to be another hot one today, but did you see the weekend? No. You said it's like, what, 60s? 63 is the high. Really? That's crazy. It's a different different season altogether. Kind of like yeah. it. From the, and I think that records were set all across the country with heat yesterday. I believe it. Yeah. So. Almost 90 again today. Yeah. So it's going to be chilly this weekend. How's everybody doing? Everybody good? How mm-hmm. was, uh, did you have a productive days yesterday? I did. I was very productive. It's word crunch time with the Ludo show. So I did a whole bunch of that stuff. And uh, yeah, I got a lot done. And then I hung out. Timothy does this thing where he always expects Emma and I to be together. So when she gets him in the morning, she'll send me a video. He always, she walks in and he goes, Mama. And then he turns and tries to look mine and goes, Dada? <laughs> <laughs> and so yesterday, he does the same thing for me. Yesterday, I picked him up at the babysitter and I opened the front door and he goes, Dada. Mama? <laughs> and then he thinks she's in the car and he points to the car and says, Mama, anyway. <laughs> so... Uh, you got a lot of stuff done with Ludo, and your child is progressing nicely. He is. Yeah. <laughs> he says night night now too when it's bedtime. Oh so that's, yeah, that's a good one. What's is another he... one that he goes in on? I mean, you know, is he he's calling the... you anything yet, Chris? Stranger, mm. danger. Mm, <laughs> calling him emo. So. I should share. There's a post of uh, all the uh, all Chris's nephews and niece tackling him when he hit the door for dinner the other oh, night. That was great. It's pretty good. That's, that was like uh, <laughs> that was like maybe the greatest moment of my entire life. Was it? A, do you have a video of that? No, just a few pictures. But I think it tells a story. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch them, if you go through them real fast, it looks like a video. Oh my gosh, that's. That's a pile of love right there. Oh, man, it was the greatest uh-huh. greatest feeling in the uh-huh. world. That's pretty great. <laughs> it was awesome. I feel pretty good about my day yesterday. I had a lot of stuff that I did. I ordered a a, a set of pajamas. Oh, Ooh, nice. Yeah, PJs? I did. I finally went in on So PJs. are you going to be a PJ person? We'll see. I ordered them. When they get here, I'll let you know. What did material? Try them out this weekend. They're like a, cool. It's like a silk. Nice. Yeah. What's well, the print? Like a paste? No print. Solid. What color? Navy. Oh yeah. Navy blue. How do nice. they uh, How do they go with the slippers? Because I know you're slipping. I don't really care what it looks like, oh, as long man. as it's not just like, it's not going to bother me when I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. I'm a shorts and t-shirt person. Yeah. But you know, I went on that. I went to Beyonce, spent the night, and both the girls that were in the hotel with me, they were PJ wearers, full PJs, and I felt less than. Oh, you didn't feel like like an adult. am I not? Am I not an adult? Like I'm a child. I had a real sleeping kind of night or day yesterday. I was like preparing for winter, maybe, mm-hmm. because I ordered this new comforter. Can't remember the name of the company, but it's supposed to be fur resistant. Ooh, okay. Oh, I've heard of that stuff. Okay, like blankets and it's things like that are sla- fur resistant. Yes, it's a it's it's a thin quilt, but it's crazy soft. 
So we got, we, you know, changed all the bedding, got that out last night. And I feel really, I'm excited about it. So far, for free. But I mean, this is, it's been on for 10 hours. Are you I just think. like rubbing the cats on the blanket to see if it works? <laughs> Listen, it's impossible to make a bed with cats. They're like, because they want to get under the sheets right. and everything. It's, it's like their form of entertainment. They're like, yeah. guys, come on, get in here. She's doing the thing. It felt good, though. So I, got, I had a lot of sleep stuff, but I also had dinner last night. Nick was vi- just kept talking about it all afternoon. He wanted Pantera's pizza. Mm. Oh. So we drove to Edwardsville for Pantera's night. So the 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 Pantera's to go, is that not... Because you've got one nearby, right? And that Hux? No. That's Godfather's. Oh, Godfather's. It's not the same. And it's not the same as Godfather's. I know they're saying it's Godfather's. It's not the same. It's not. Oh, the gas station one is No, no. But Pantera's, we have to drive all the way to Edwardsville. Well, it's buffet night. So Nick's all excited about that. I don't care about a buffet. I actually do not like buffets. Um... And it was a madhouse in this place. I felt sorry for the people working there. Really? That It was huh. full of just birthday parties. But then I run into an old 1986 Altoff grad with me. Get out. Jeannie. Saw Jeannie. Little Jeannie. Jeannie was, Jeannie was there? Celebrating her birthday. That's what she wanted for her birthday. I'm like, Pantera's. we are cut from the same cloth, Jeannie. <laughs> What's Pantera's thinking? They need to open a couple more spots. If that place is hopping. I mean, it was packed. And you got a ton of options in old Edwardsville. You yeah, get yeah. that You get that old school salad with the Bacos. <laughs> That's good. There's Bacos. something about the Bacos. They still make that? Yes. What, what? Why did they stop advertising? Did they just reach their peak? They're like, we can't make enough of this? Have you had them in a while? No, but they, they used to advertise like they every lot more all stores, the time. Yeah. I don't know because they are, I don't have them often, but they are fantastic. They're great. They're, They're so really crunchy. Yeah. And they give you, it's like a salad from the 80s. It's like a time machine. Is it bacon? No. No no way. No. No. I don't know. I don't don't know what it is. is. I don't know what it is. No one knows. There's no meat. It crunches in a way that nothing else that you're supposed to eat crunches. But you don't don't need a crouton because you got that. The Bacos. You got the Bacos. I mean, it's really just lettuce and some Bacos and you're good to go. You really are. Yeah. You know, put some ranch on there. I mean, that is a top. Notch salad. Uh, no. DeCarlo's and Redbud, they have that old school Bacos. I know that. I don't even know what it's called. I know that people but. think they're too classy for Bacos. You're not. No. no. It's it's a real crowd pleaser. And sometimes real bacon <laughs> on a salad bar is not. It's not going to be great. It gets kind of mushy and yes. weird. And this is crunch in every bite. You want something Bacos. that's been to space. Why aren't they advertising anymore? And is it even the Bacos brand that they're selling? Oh, there's no way. You it's got to be some off There's a. It's a weird color. Yeah. It's like a... No bacon is the color of Bacos. I'm trying to see what... Yeah, McCormick's... It's like a brick color. Right? No, McCormick's, I think, sells... I think it's real. Where's... Oh, here's Bacos. Flavored... Or no, it says bacon flavor. Bacon, bacon flavored treat, but they're like a salad topper. I don't. I just got a text from my friend Julie. Bacos. <laughs> <laughs> Julie gets it. There's a. They're like a. They're just bacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, Their advertising must have been so effective. 25 years ago they're like we don't even need to advertise anymore yeah i'm sure there's other brands but it's like kleenex it's like we only know bacon that word is ba- that's what that means 
I don't even know where you where you'd find. I guess in the salad fixins aisle. Oh yeah. Yep. Like I use them. I do a, a twice baked potato. Every oh, and, now and then. Yeah. Bakos brings it home. <laughs> Bakos. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, what about mm. you guys? I mean, I've told you about. Oh, also, I wanted to bring up this. Have you guys heard of the Scandinavian sleep method? How do you all sleep with your significant others? I mean, do you sleep well? Is it a problem? Is there an issue? Or is it easy? I, I mean, it's, I'm, it's probably easier for me because I'm... I got You're out. Lights out. Everything. Yeah, so you I have I think your... it's been more of an issue for her over the years, but I think I'm much better. Uh, I think I snore from time to time from what I understand, but yeah. Emma, she just wakes up. She needs to fall asleep with a television on, which I find very difficult. Ooh. Or if she'll wake up, she'll need to turn it on to fall back asleep, which typically wakes me up. Yep, I'd be up. Uh, and then she's just up more. And then up earlier is the is the big problem where, you know, it's like... But there's not like fighting for blankets or you're moving around and it's bothersome to you. No, that's okay. That's all good. Yeah, blankets. We got like a foam mattress kind of thing. And so that, I, we don't, I don't even feel any movement. They got a wine glass on there. Doesn't yeah, move. Yeah, you could wine glass it up, <laughs> throw a bowling ball on it, whatever. What about you? You're, are you still surrounded by pillows? Yeah, we got some pillows going. And then pretty good about, pretty good about everything. Glaze has a uh, noise machine. Yeah. So that sort of takes care of a lot of like, you know, if, if anybody's snoring or if sure. anybody's doing anything, like, I don't think she snores ever. Um, and you sleep like a baby. Like a baby like angel. angel. Like an angel baby. And yeah, the covers are pretty good. The pillows are probably too much. My pillows are probably the biggest problem between us, literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> it's you bringing all the pillows to the table? TMP, man. Too many pillows. But you love them all. I love them all. I need, I want four pillows. So two, what are, where are we How talking? Do, one like are you holding one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. That's my special girl. <laughs> I just need a lot of pillows is all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> What's the, what are you talking about this can, the Scandinavian sleep method there's been a TikTok going around with this girl saying it's going to save their marriage. Um you just sleep with a Scandinavian? Yeah. <laughs> that works for everybody. Both, into the relationship. both sexes. <laughs> um, it's you each have your own blanket slash duvet. Yeah, I agree with that completely. So there's no blanket hogging mm-hmm. or move. You can't feel anything because they're under their cover. You're under your cover. Yeah, I think that's the next best thing to separate beds and separate rooms and separate houses. So I just wanted to bring it to, <laughs> yes, the separate houses. It's not a good, it's not a good plan. I don't, I don't know. know if it's gonna work for you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just letting you know if you guys have a problem sleeping, this is my tip for you today. And the downside is what it makes like making the bed a little. It's just more, yeah, more yeah. blankets oh, sort of situation. It's gotta be a mess yeah. to try to make the bed. Well, she's saying this person was saying duvets because then a duvet, you're just taking the duvet cover off. Anybody in here use duvets? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're not duvet oh, anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All day long. Duvet all day. Du- really? Duvet for days. Yeah. <laughs> we did for a long time. I just... We're out of the duvet game. We'll we'll get back. I realize Nick doesn't make the bed that often. Like, he comes in and helps me put the... Put the... um, What's the fitted sheet on and the top, you know... But he doesn't put pillowcases on pillows because it was quite a chore for him. It's just not his He's like, thing. how does this even work? I'm like... 
How old are you? <laughs> what do you mean, how does it work? There's a slip there, and then you squeeze it and push it to the other side. I like, like those. It's a case. I like those pillowcases that have the uh, the cover on the open end, you know, that have like oh, yeah, an extra flap. flap sewn in, and then you put it over, and so you don't have to see the oh, pillow yeah. on the inside. Oh, yeah. That's real nice. Oh, yeah, I think that's stuff. what this was, more like a sham. That's what this looked like. No, these aren't shams. This oh. is like, like... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I it's a nice touch. It, yeah, it it's a great touch. Yeah. in order. Yeah. Well, I could like to see these, you know? I'm on, a, I'm on a quest to buy things for sleeping, yeah, apparently. planning to sleep. <laughs> I'm talking to the Scandinavian. <laughs> well, I just thought it was a good idea. Like, we yeah. don't have a problem. I mean, I don't can't speak for Nick because I'm way out. I don't hear a thing. But I think I snore. I've got some snoring happening. Yeah. <laughs> He comes in when he's real, real tired. So hopefully... So that he, he like... But he's a fan hog. He, the fan is right next to him. So I have the temp way down, and he's... This temperature thing is starting to come between us a little bit. Oh, really? Because no. I need it... I don't feel any fan at night once he comes to bed. We he's need, a fan blocker. You need another fan? Oh, yeah. Why don't you get another fan? I don't know. You're all quick to get two blankets well, and two Well, if you've got two fans and they're... They're facing each other. They just cancel each other out. <laughs> or tornado yeah, right in your bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I just think two fans looks... I don't want that. I don't want two fans in the room. One fan is plenty. Sounds you, like it's not. But it is. It's fine. If I have the temp down, it's fine. He needs to deal with it. What about a ceiling fan? No, I have a nice little chandelier uh, hanging. Okay. You don't want to change that out. No. That sounds real nice. What if you ceiling did... Uh, what if you did, like, one of those... <laughs> You hung one like in the corner, like you're at a restaurant in the Ozarks. <laughs> Real classy. Look. I think maybe just a stand, like a stand-up fan, maybe, so we can both get hit by the breeze. Or one of those, like those tornado ones. Those are like you mentioned. You just like stick them in the corner and point them up, and they like do some sort of magic airflow thing have, in the room. Have you looked into oscillation? No. Ooh, how about oscillation? Don't have an oscillation. Wait, c- couldn't you teach one of the cats to just <laughs> pull some- a palm leaf? Yeah. <laughs> Can't teach them anything. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what about you, Brando? Tell us about the adventures with children. I mean, so I made all the kids go outside yesterday and clean up all the toilet paper. Because, you know, we'd been TP'd. It was all still sort of hanging from the trees, and they had mounted up a little bit in the room. And I was like, all right, get everybody out. Let's do this. Let's take care of the toilet paper. We got to clean this up. The stuff that's way up in the trees, fine, whatever. It'll come down when it rains, but it just needed to be tidied it's up. Supposed to rain it was, tomorrow because it was kind of blowing into the neighbor's yard. You know, Craig and Kelly, they're not gonna. I don't, I don't want to do that to them. Mine wouldn't care. Mine would help clean it up. They, mine would too, but they don't need to. <laughs> my Craig that's and Kelly wouldn't leave that on my tree. So I cleaned it all up and had you know had them help out. And then as I was leaving this morning, because when our house got hit, hit. Uh, the two two houses down, another high school kid lives there. Well, his their house got TP'd too, so they did both of them. So as I'm leaving, I turn the corner and their house got hit again. And it didn't even occur to me like, oh, this might I continue. I shouldn't have cleaned anything up because oh, now we're no. open for round two. But you did not get hit again. We did not yet. But yeah, yet. now I'm like, geez, Louise. Aaron's still hot about it. Aaron's still pretty mad. Mm-hmm. My friend Nathan, his house, they they got them yesterday, too. But he doesn't seem to care. Apparently, it happens all the time. Our Nathan? Yes, who oh. texts in a lot. Our Nathan? He, he posted pictures and was, like, very proud of the... It's like, uh, it's really good work, everybody. I'm changing his name on the text line now. To our Nathan? <laughs> That's happening right now. All right, well, let's, uh, let's get on with the show. We've got... We already played uh, our first soft rock song of the day for Soft Rocktober. A little... Good. 
Firefall. People like it already. I know. It's good. It's really good. Um, so there'll be more. Three more throughout the show. Seven, eight, nine o'clock, top of the hour. Uh, and then we'll give a prize away for Softer October. And every day we'll have a prize, Monday through Friday, at around... Nine o'clock, nine o'clock every Monday through Friday morning. And somebody out of all the winners that we have for various prizes is going to win the grand prize, which is a four pack of tickets to see air supply at River City Casino. We're also going to treat uh, treat for dinner as well at River City Casino. Um, but if you guys want to be a part of the show, the Cheney window and door text line 314-669-4665. Oh, hey, this is Tom from Salt and Smoke. Visit our website, which is called saltandsmokebarbecue.com, and figure out how to ship people food through the mail or host a party and let us cater it. Just do it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fine. I promise. The smartest way to do your homework is Heckman Lumber. Warm weather means homework for homeowners. And if your homework means a new deck, then turn to the deck experts at Hackman Lumber. Browse the largest inventory of decking materials and deck accessories in Missouri at Hackman Lumber Company. Talk with their experts about treated lumber, cedar, timber tech, treks, Envision, Azek, and decorators to find the best deck for you. Check out endless choices of railings, balusters, and LED deck lighting options. Hackman Lumber Company will not be undersold on in-stock decking materials guaranteed. You can choose to do it yourself with Hackman's expert advice, or they can recommend reputable contractors to do the work for you. Stop by and see Hackman's expanded paint department, too, with brushes, rollers, painter's tape, and four different lines of interior and exterior paint. Custom color match available. Visit Hackman Lumber's newly remodeled stores in St. Peter's and Pacific, or their showroom in Troy, Missouri. Hackman Lumber. Oh, hey, this is Tom from Salt and Smoke, and oh, hey, barbecue. Look. I'll shoot you straight. Times are tough. Our daubers are down. Could you maybe help a guy out and buy a sandwich? Or maybe throw a party for your neighbors and let us cater it? Really, we'll take whatever we can get. Please. Salt and smoke. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. Thursday through Sunday, Billy D. Washington is at Westport and Eddie Gosling is at Streets of St. Charles. Get tickets at stlouisfunnybone.com. So we all saw Taylor Swift show up to the Jets-Chiefs game on Sunday with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. So, you know, they're friends, the two of them, so it's no big deal, right? Uh, but what you may not have noticed is that Sean uh, Levy was there, too. He is the guy who is directing Deadpool 3, which Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman are both in. So now people are speculating that Taylor is in the movie, too. Does that make any sense? No, because (laughs) Taylor and Ryan and uh, his wife, Blake, Blake, are are all really tight, so wouldn't it just make sense? That would make sense why Blake and... Ryan Reynolds would be there, and then Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds are good friends, but the director is like the wild card of like, wait, why is the director there too? Well, maybe they're shooting still. Maybe. Maybe it's all just pals. Maybe, maybe she's in it, I guess. I Well. That'd be great. Specifically, there's a character that they think that she's playing. It's a character called Dazzler. Uh, she's, so th- this is a, you know, comic book character. She's a uh, rock star with the power to turn sound vibrations into light and energy beams. Dazzler. Right. Sounds Maybe. a lot like Gem. 
That's truly outrageous. Is it? <laughs> I do think a lot of this stuff feels like there's something marketing. Going. There's something going on, scheme. right? Yeah, I was on Glaze's podcast yesterday, and I was just like, "This, the NFL is di- is is diabolical and corrupt and the, and ambitious." And who? So, like, what? What? sort of people is Taylor Swift missing in her like people that are like crazy about her meathead sports fans yeah and then what people is the NFL missing Taylor Swift type fans yeah so they've both have done something to, to make weird. this happen because Taylor to me is a very private in relationships kind of person all of a sudden she's in these boxes yeah I, I it's, it's weird she's always keeps that but she's getting real. Over, uh, she's getting over a breakup. You I, know. I think. Yeah. It's I mean, I. I don't, weird rebound decisions. The other right, exactly. The other side of it is that this he is completely different than uh, anyone she's ever dated before, and he shot his shot. I mean, he's very, very confident. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. And he was like, whatever. And her, in terms of being private, and now this, like. I don't know. She's the biggest thing on the planet. I just, I can't imagine her being bigger than she's ever been and being like, what's the next demographic I need to hit? She's like Dr. Evil. If she's doing that. Yeah, it, right. <laughs> I, don't know. You- I don't I don't think you'd get these this big by accident. And, True. And I mean that for both the NFL and Taylor Swift. And I don't know. A lot of those people in that box, they're promoting things right now and I mean, huge, huge Hackman isn't going to football games usually, right? He's going. Oh, that's to why. Footy. That's why it's. He's going to the footy. footies. It's like watching it kiss. Sounds like a crazy jump to conclusions, but it's like, well, maybe she's and, in the movie. And weren't too. the numbers I'm not a, I'm with not, the youth crazy for that game? Yeah, they had like yes. oh, it was 29 million viewers. I think they had for it, but I don't know how that ranks on a normal Monday night football. But it's got to. It, it was to be Sunday a night or Sunday night. It I'm not a conspiracy a theorist, but something. Something feels weird about all this. I'm with you. But talk me through it. Publicists from the NFL reach out to Taylor Swift publicists. I mean, what? How? How does it actually work? Or is it those two are maybe kind of flirting, and then they sit on the couch and go, "What if?" I think it's too early to really tell. If if they part ways in the next week or so, then it sure seems like it was contrived. If they hang out for the next. Nine months, you're like, well, that's a really long play. No, they're yeah. both into. It'll be interesting to see if the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl and what happens around that or after that. Yeah. Most watched Sunday show since Super Bowl. I mean, wow. Guys. For context, the 2023 NBA Finals averaged 11.6 million viewers. Oh, man. All I'm saying is, and this is this is on Tim Convey's family crest, <laughs> follow the money. <laughs> Just follow the money. Well, there's a lot to follow, to follow in this. Uh, Stevie Nicks thinks Fleetwood Mac is done now that Christine McVie is gone. She said, quote, without her, what is it? Who am I going to look over uh, to the right and have them not be there behind that Hammond organ? When she died, I figured we really can't go any further with this. So the band has performed without her before. She left the band back in 1998 and was out until 2014. So they performed during that time, and then they just kind of removed most of her songs, I guess, because they felt like they couldn't recreate it with another singer or anything like that. So... The precedent is there that they could go forward if they wanted to, 
Um, but we'll see. You know, uh, and Stephen. And Nicks- Lindsey Buckingham wasn't on the last tour either. No, right? yeah, they've kind of had a big falling out with him. But you know that happens from time to time. I always figure, as you mentioned in the last story, follow the money. When the money starts to thin out, that's mm. when those those old uh, alliances reform. Like, yes. hey guys, let's. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really mad at you. Yeah, <laughs> let's get let's get the band back together. Uh, Stevie Nicks also revealed a new Barbie that Mattel made just for her. So it's uh, inspired by the Rumors album cover. It looks a lot like her. It's great. Um, But yeah, it's up on the blog if you want to check it out today. Michael Orr's conservatorship is toast. A judge ended the 2004 agreement between Michael and Sean and Leanne Tui. So under the conservatorship, Orr claimed that he had been deprived of the rights to his name, image, and likeness on top of millions of dollars the family got for signing away the rights to the book, the film, The Blind Side is based on. So this includes a deal that gave the Tuies and their children $225,000 and 2.5% of all future net proceeds from the movie, which is grossed to date over $300 million. Wait, why did they tell everyone they didn't get any money from the movie? Yeah, remember they said that? Yes. So this all came out in the court documents. So this is, I mean, smoking gun right here. They lied. It sure sounds like it. I mean, if that's what they're saying in the court documents, I think they tried to kind of head things off at the past. Said, "Hey, look, we're gonna we'll split all the profits with you," and you know he turned it down. And they're saying, "Well, he turned it down because he was already planning on taking the court. Like, this whatever they're gonna give me isn't gonna be equal to what they actually got for this." Um, but so they he, did it knowing he's gonna cut. Like nobody, they did not do the right thing here. Sure doesn't sound like it. Wow. So the conservatorship is over. Apparently, he you know it sounds like he wants a cut of all that money that we. They just kinda... think it's a move. Like he's yes trying to blackmail them. Yeah, they think he's fabricating the accusations and trying to extort money out of them, and then trying to drum up attention in the middle of his latest book tour. That's according to their their side of the lawsuit. I mean, but, but at the end of the day, if they were taking money on that movie and he wasn't seeing yeah, it. Yeah, they acted like, they well, we did didn't get some, anything for the movie. They did we, something we got wrong. nothing. Yeah. yeah, sounds like they they did well at one point. Uh, Donald Trump is on trial for fraud. And uh, during that lunch break yesterday, he ordered out for some McDonald's, you know, because he loves <laughs> McDonald's. And there's at one point. Did you point, see the, all the bags? Yeah, the security guards are spotted bringing in like several Huge bags oh my gosh. of McDonald's. Oh, man. <laughs> like all of the, me- this the entire is, menu. This is by far my favorite thing about him. <laughs> it's just fearlessly on brand. By like, far. Uh, I'm did, getting McDonald's. I don't know about you guys. Did you see the thing where he, he's not getting a jury trial because his lawyers forgot to ask for it? So now this, oh, no. he's got a big trial that's like, you know, like $250 million of somebody. Yeah, and he's been railing on that judge. Yeah. He does. He he's needs a jury. Railing on the judge, and so now it's going to be a jury trial because his lawyers just didn't didn't like, they check ma- a box and file That's the paperwork what I read yesterday. Oh man. So yeah, uh, Anya Taylor Joy got married. She and musician uh, Malcolm McRae uh, wed in Venice over the weekend. I looked him up. Don't know who he is. He's not in a band or anything. He just said he's a musician and like performer or something. Mm-hmm. He's a handsome double. Mm-hmm. Patrick J. Pespis, uh, one of the uh, subjects of the HBO docuseries Telemarketers, has been reporting uh, reported missing. Uh, one of the directors of the docuseries posted about it, saying his family and friends are very worried about him. Um, if you've watched the series, it's a three-part documentary series that investigates a financial scandal 
at Civic Development Group. It's a telemarketing company where Patrick uh, Pespis worked. So I'm not familiar with the docuseries, but I'm sure if you've watched it, this is one of the main subjects from Mm. it. Uh, Lady Gaga will not have to pay that reward money to the woman who gave her her dogs back. A judge ruled that she doesn't have to pay uh, the woman who is believed to be one of the people who stole her dogs. I don't think she was charged with it. I think she's just maybe considered part of it. Uh, But the woman's attorney argued that by stating no questions asked with the reward offering and then failing to pay, Gaga committed a breach of contract. So she did say, I don't think this is open and closes. You know, people like Lady Gaga. They don't like that she's having to, that she was going to maybe have to pay somebody who stole the dogs. But don't, when you say no questions asked, reward, I just want my dog back, my child back, whatever it is. Well, no, because the person that did it's hands are dirty. That's the thing. You have to come in with clean hands. That's what Judge Judy would say. Mm. <laughs> um, this was all a setup. So she was un. She was all. You can't steal a dog and be a part of this and then get the reward for it. But what I mean, what if somebody stole Peebo? Oh. Wouldn't you just want what? I'll pay whatever, even if you're part of it. I just want my dog back. Now it takes all of that away. Like, you can never... You can always back out of it, it sounds like. But she was a part of this conspiracy. She was. But wouldn't you want your dog back? Yeah. She already has the dog back. Yes. I know, but this is saying... But she had to go to court to fight this woman that's saying, I want the money that you promised. But what what Brando's saying is... If you know, in the a very unlikely event that this ever happens again, or if it happens in any other circumstance, nobody will come forward with the dog because they'll be like, "Oh, I won't even get the 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 ransom money anyway." Or they're going to immediately assume that, well, now they're going to come after me because they think that I had something to do with oh, it. Right. Maybe if they're innocent, oh, and then I won't get yeah, to keep I the know, money anyway. I know what you're saying. It seems... But maybe it keeps people from taking dogs, too. But I think she was saying, Lady Gaga, if you know the people responsible, turn them in. Like, they're not all staying quiet about this. Right. So this woman was involved, though. Yes. She was involved. Oh, she's... It sounds like she wasn't a friend of of theirs. She she should go to jail and get the money. And get the money. (laughs) And she... Because she... It said, no questions Uh, asked. I just want my dogs back. So that's what she did. I don't know. We'll see. The judge ruled. The judge has ruled, so I'm wrong. The Courtney Show. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy looks at the numbers. I'm Timmy, and these are the numbers. If you had a leftover pizza for breakfast today, most of America is not judging you for it. A poll of 5,000 Americans found that 69% think pizza is a solid breakfast option. I, 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 I would not. It, no. I mean, I would want to in my head, but I would know that it, it's not. It's not a breakfast correct. food in my in my brain. It works more so than like a hamburger. Yeah, for sure. There's no difference to me unless it's a breakfast pizza. Then that's a whole yeah. different ball game. Back I it up. Pizza, I think it's. I think it's a lovely breakfast food. I think it works. Uh, the average American eats how many slices of pizza a year? I, there's no way I could 200 even. Yeah that feels good um, Slices of pizza a year St. Louis is even higher Because our Pieces squares are smaller. Are bitsy bitsy. Yeah. Beyond compare um, 
Yeah, I would say that sounds like a good guess. I'll just say 300. Courtney? I'll say 420. It is a good guess. 180 slices of pizza a year. So, Brando, very close. That's just under 23 pizzas are about two per month all on your own. The average person eats pizza three times per month and says that they can take down five slices in one sitting, no problem. Depends on the size of the slice. (laughs) Uh, 64% say pizza is the best food for movie nights. 57 say the same for graduation parties. 25 said they would serve it at their wedding. It's a good firings. End of the. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's great for firings. <laughs> for all kinds of gathering. It really, it really soothes broken hearts yes. there. Uh, the average American. But at least give the person some pizza to yeah, go. Yeah, that's the, the worst part. The yeah. Oh, man. The average American's uh, perfect pizza is circular, not square, with thick crust topped with cheese, pepperoni, sausage, mushrooms, ugh, and Parmesan. What are you ugging about? Mushrooms? mushrooms. mushrooms? Mm, I like I mushrooms. mushrooms. No, they're gross. <laughs> oh, gosh, you're right. Have you maybe not had them prepared, like, what? in a really good way? Well, how would you like to prepare them? Well, I'm just telling you, Andrea's Steak Place yeah. has a... Like a sautéed in their Andrea steak sauce portobello that's one of the most delicious things I've ever had. I'm not saying never under any circumstances. Like, sometimes they're on things, and it's a, a pizza is a hard, hard no for me with mushrooms. But they're just exposed. Yes. The thing you described. Too much in pizza. Maybe I would it's try It's really good. But not, I, yeah, I don't want them on my pizza. This might be unpopular, but I don't love Parmesan on my pizza. Oh. Like, like shredded I never Parmesan? Put it, I never put it on my pizza. Nick. Heavy, heavy Parmesan and crushed red pep. Yeah. It depends on where the pizza's from. That's, I agree with that. Sometimes I like to throw a little parm on. Uh, favorite side, people say Parmesan's our favorite side. Uh, red pepper flakes are next and 30% yeah. like a side of ranch for dipping. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a thing. It's such a like, man, you're adding a lot of calories if you get into that. But boy, it is delicious. I don't. Mm-hmm. I've never even tried it. Never. Because I know that it's gluttonous, yeah. and I would love it. You're going to do it all the time. And I'm good without it. So yeah. why add something? Mm-hmm. Uh, people were asked to pick the worst possible toppings. Um, anchovies. Uh, anchovies. Everybody hates anchovies. Pineapple. Mean, have you ever had anchovies? I don't even know. Pineapple is on here. Uh, avocado. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Oh, Mac that's and cheese. Terrible idea. That's Mac and cheese is, doesn't... It's a different thing. Like, you're not, that's not what you, you don't want a whole meal of mac and cheese pizza, but like, you're just having a slice somewhere. It's kind of fun to mix it up. It's got to be the right kind of mac and cheese. Like, the mac and cheese that you just eat, it's not cheesy enough or something. Like, if you're using it as a topping, because it's it's too creamy. Yeah. And not enough cheese. It needs like a real strong cheese mixed into it or something. And then it might work. It's an avocado, mac and cheese, eggplant, pineapple. Eggplant? No, there's too much moisture in eggplant. Yes, it, it would make like, it all make wet. everything soggy. And fried chicken. Fried uh, chicken? Fried chicken? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you had like a buffalo chicken on it, you Ooh, like a barbecue yeah. chicken. Yeah. That's yeah. a little fried. Uh, and finally, let's talk temperature. 82. One in six Americans prefer their leftover pizza cold. Honestly, there's something about in the morning. If I was doing it breakfast, I'd be more likely to have it cold. The only Ooh. pizza I like cold is Emos. Yeah. It I works. think it's because it's less it's good. crust. Yeah, it works. I don't like that cold dough. Yeah, most people would rather heat it up, but one in six says cold is totally fine with them. Animals. Cold, Those- cold fried chicken. Yeah, there's something good about cold fried chicken. I haven't. And I, done, done that I in never a long have fried time. chicken, but there's it works. 
I remember seeing my friend's older brother eat cold pizza for the first time and was I was shocked. You're like, what's happening? Yeah. Jamie Flanagan. No kidding. He played by his own rules. He sure did. <laughs> Still does. Yeah, he does. That is, <laughs> that's very accurate. I'm Timmy. Those are the pizza numbers on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Can't wait to show my friends today. Best thing I saw yesterday. Best thing I saw yesterday were those bacos on my salad, if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't see anything that was funny, haha, but I saw th- some things that I found interesting. Well, one funny, haha. Um, I'm getting all these Facebook groups like suggested to me. I'm not sure by who, but there's a face group called uh, Face Group. Facebook group called Slow AF Running Club. <laughs> it's just people that are finishing, but they've finished finishing the race. <laughs> yes. She's like, finishing my marathon in St. Joe this last Saturday, I was the last one to cross the finish line and was followed by a police escort. <laughs> and I just think that's what an accomplishment. Well, it that's is an always, accomplishment. Yes. The end of the race is always like, there's a, yeah. usually a vehicle or uh, something because that's yeah. picking up all the stuff yes. behind the last person. And- well, I, when I was training for one of those bike rides years and years and years ago, I entered my first like race thing and it was on the it was in the streets of Dubai and it was this big thing and they closed down all these streets and it was, you wake up early and you go do this thing and I got up early and I was like, I'm going to pace myself and I paced myself so hard that the pace car that, that like, basically you have to beat the pace car to a certain point, and if you don't, and I didn't know about this, and at the at one point, like, you know, we're like a third of the way through, they stop you, and I'm like, oh, what, you know, are we letting traffic by? And they're like, no, you guys didn't beat the pace car, so you're done. We're, we're, we've got buses, and we're taking you back to the start. Oh, you the bus seen, of shame. You should have seen the people I was in this bus with. <laughs> it was one of the most humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> The people were. <laughs> they just had a bike and they're like, let's try it. Uh, this was this was not a group of people you wanted to be a part of. <laughs> no kidding. It was one of the most humiliating things in my life. So anybody that finishes a yes, race. Hey, totally. It's an accomplishment. They beat the pace car. <laughs> and then I'm not sure what is going on with R.E.M. lately. Mickey Dolenz is doing that uh, album with all R.E.M. songs. Well, now Michael Shannon, you know, the actor. And a guitarist, Jason Nardisi. I don't know who that is. Um, they're going to be performing Murmur on an upcoming tour. What? Yeah, the whole the album, Murmur. R.E.M. Just it's the their two debut. Of them? The, I don't know who else. I don't know if they have a band. It's just weird. People Michael love Shannon R.E.M. is going on tour playing R.E.M. songs. Yes. <laughs> that is so weird. It's so weird. I like Michael Shannon. I, I do, do too. too but- did you ever see that dramatic reading he did of the uh, that that sorority girl? Yes, incredible, incredible. Never. Some sorority girl wrote, you know, like her, like the pledge class or whatever. Some horrible, you know, as you can imagine, like the worst kind of sorority girl writing a letter to the sorority about how they need to like go to events and be this kind of girl and all this oh, stuff. I think I saw. And this. he did a dramatic reading. Well, I would like to pull that up I'll and maybe play it like a little later on in the okay, show. That's great. Um, and then I just saw one other thing. Like I said, not funny, haha, but John Jay and um, uh, Skip. Skip together in the playoffs. Yeah. Once yeah. again for the Marlins. Way to go, guys. I know. They're both great. Yeah. All right. That what about day we had John Jay in here was awesome. It was fun. What about you guys? Um, this is a from a guy named Daniel Spencer. He said, I just found this homework assignment I did in first grade. 
And so the question is like, when I grow up, I want to be, and you were supposed to draw a picture and then answer the question. And uh, he said, carried away by owls. <laughs> and he drew a little picture and it's a little kid. There's owls all around him, like, like carrying the kid away. That's very strange. It's like, what is this what all a, about? What a what weird, a weird kid. kid. I know how, I know how he feels sometimes. <laughs> this guy said, my son just told me that he loves the new toy trucks they got at daycare. They are his toy trucks. We donated them because he refused to play with them. <laughs> that happens so often. They find toys that, like, you've given away or whatever, like, you give to another kid and then they're playing with them at grandma's oh, house. Oh, sure. They're like, all of a sudden new and exciting. These are yours. You didn't play with them. <laughs> and then they want to take them back home. I'm like, no. They stay funny. here now. They stay here now. <laughs> Tim? I, uh, well, you guys are talking about the, the races and stuff. I, I forgot to tell you I got on the uh, Peloton last night for the first time in probably a year. How was it? It was great. That had to feel it, good. It turns out it, you don't forget. It's quite a bit just like riding a bike. Oh, that's it's, nice. Yes. <laughs> Real proud of you. They set, it, they set it up that way. Yeah, I was just, I was really uh, huffing for some air in uh, at those punk rock shows, and I was like, I don't think I can get through Ludo if I don't uh, get it together. Three shows. So, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. A lot. And then speaking of Ludo, best thing I saw, uh, the new St. Louis magazine. It's the one with, it says Wine Weekends on the cover. It's got some cool art. And then uh, there's a little Ludo article in there. So we hey, got a nice full-page picture of us just looking like dads. Let me see. Like dad rock stars. Yep. And then the article is like, they just look like dads. <laughs> <laughs> they dress like dads. Like, thanks, guys. I think you guys They rock like dads. Good. There's another picture and a little article on the next page. So, yeah, St. Louis Magazine. And I think it'll be out digitally as well with like a longer article. Yeah, it's but the, the October. It's the October the issue. The October, the wine issue. There's a little, there's a little Ludo article in there. So, on your news. There you today. are. Very cute. There you are. Look at that couch. Great looking couch. Yeah, it's a. I think like a throwback. I think I'm it? completely outfitted by Chris Convy there. I'm wearing the Sunvolt hat that he got me <laughs> oh, nice. and the Elton John uh, rugby shirt he oh, got me great. as well. <laughs> <laughs> Styled by SeaWorld. And then, and then they're like, he just looks like a dad. <laughs> Do they say that in there? It does say that, yes. It's a, you know, but they're not wrong. <laughs> and it says a lot of great things. Hey, dads can be a compliment, too. Dads rock, I It, it I wasn't say. here. Dads rock. But it can be sometimes. This one is for, uh, this one is both for me and Brando. It's from a guy named Robert Manchild. He said, had to quit my job so I could read emails for my kid's school full time. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yes. Uh, and Try then, having four kids in school at the same yeah, time. Yeah, because don't the teachers then give you updates? Yep. It seems crazy. Seems like it would I feel sorry for teachers. And then we all saw the Britney... Um, the Britney knife video and people did some really funny stuff. The hibachi, you guys, did you see them put her in the hibachi? Saw the hibachi yeah. one. This one is perfectly choreographed, and it's this guy in the Mike Myers masks. He's been he's done stuff before, but I mean, every move is perfect. <laughs> he's doing all the moves. He's, he's nailed every single move <laughs> exactly side by side with Britney. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. It's amazing. Way to go. It's really, really good. impressive. Yes. <laughs> and like, in that awful mask. Because if you do this, it has to be perfect or it's not funny. Yeah, yeah, just like that, the voice thing that people can't get right. Or singing oh, along yeah, to a song. That it's is like, torture. Don't that's put torture. this up. Yeah. yeah, this is not right. And then I love this one. It's from somebody named Kristen Arnett. I hope nobody's done it before, but um, she tweeted out, did we ever find out how the vampire's interview went? Did he get the job? 
<laughs> I've never heard that one. It's pretty funny. Well, those are the best things that we saw. They will be at the Courtney Show STL on Facebook and Instagram. We should probably put that other the video though on the blog today. The Brittany and oh, yeah. Jason mask one. We'll put that on the blog at 1065thearch.com. Courtney's great. You're great. Tim's great. Chris is weird. Anyway, get some barbecue at Salt and Smoke. Oh, hey, you're listening to the Courtney Show podcast, fueled by Salt and Smoke. Um, Food Court. 106.5 The Arch. Softer October continues. That little river van song, Man on Your Mind. That's a great one to hear mm-hmm. this morning. We'll have another one at 8, another one at 9. It's Softer October all month long right here on The Courtney Show. Uh, all right, some food news. Luther Burden, uh, a Mizzou football player. Yeah. You know, he is uh, a spokesperson for Old Vienna. Yeah. All right. And they have just come out with a new chip. You'll be seeing it at Schnooks and Gas Stations this week. It is the Luther Burden Honey Barbecue Ranch Hot Riplets. So it's a lot of flavors. Honey barbecue, some ranch, spicy, in potato chip form. Go get them. It's pretty awesome. I think I saw that at Joya's. Yesterday, you did, yeah, yeah, they, maybe they're, they're hitting different places this week, and so if they normally sell Red Hot Ripplets, like okay, a, yeah. a, a restaurant, mm-hmm. I'm sure you're going to see them. Yeah, I there. saw. I think I did. You got to get paid. I mean, I really. He is awesome. Yeah, you know yeah. that nil deal. I mean, you know, people mm-hmm. like a Luther Burden can make a a nice chunk of change. Make that chip money. Oh, that chip money is where it's at. Plus, he gets the chips. And you get the chips. I mean, that's... I hope he's not eating too many of the chips. That's a win-win for Luther. Uh, So you'll be able to see those around the St. Louis area. All right. What fast food drive-thru has the fastest drive-thru? They do this every Mm -hmm. year. It's 10 of the biggest fast food chains. It's called uh, drive Through Study. Mystery shoppers visit over 150 locations for each one. If it's not Chick-fil-A, I, it's, that's insane. Chick-fil-A is unbelievable. Wow. Chick-fil-A, slowest. That's not true. What? Slowest. That's not is true. Is that because there's yeah. more people there's so many there? There's a line there that's insane. Because yeah. otherwise... They go to 150. Parties. And the number one, the fastest by far... Yeah, Cardi says the least traffic. Is that what you're yeah. saying? <laughs> um, uh, Taco Bell, fastest. Taco Bell is an average of four minutes, 39 seconds. It's a full minute faster than the average. Wow. Uh, the overall average was five minutes and 43 seconds, which isn't terrible. Um, compared to 2022, drive throughs got about 30 seconds faster in the past year. Ooh, nice work, guys. Uh, have, you, have you ever seen the places that you can see where they're, how they're tracking it? Yeah. Like the there's a computer screen like in I think it was at a McDonald's I saw it. But it oh, shows yeah, it has each a clock. car and it's got a clock on yeah. each one. It shows you how how long each I've order seen them, is waiting. I've seen them mess with that system at a steak and shake before. Oh, really? Yes. Cuz I think they would get in trouble. That steak and shake is no longer there by the way. Yeah, I mean, but they would they would like fudge the the timer. Like they'd have me pull ahead and it would look like you were gone. I was gone already. Oh. Yeah, they really made me mad. Like, I see your clock in there. Yeah. It's not nice. correct. I know what you're doing. Uh, the most accurate overall, Chick-fil-A, Burger King, McDonald's. Those are the most accurate. And for accuracy, accuracy here's what they looked at. The top three, the top things that fat, fast food places mess up on, like putting ice in your drink when you said no ice, adding the wrong ingredients to an entree, or 
like getting pickles when you said no pickles. That was that was an accuracy test. So they would do special orders to these different fast food restaurants. Yeah, I had a friend of mine just ordered a hamburger with like extra onions. Just said like extra onions. And I mean... Sarcastic? It was extra onions, but it was Passive hateful onion. amount yeah. of extra onions. <laughs> it was... Mean. It was a mean onion. Like, like ice cream scoops full of onions. Like, <laughs> Did they take a picture of it? Yes. I'd like it to see that picture. unbelievable. Um, the thing, they also looked at the top ways they upsell us in the drive-thru. The most common by far is... Beverage? Or yes. adding a dessert? Combo. A combo. Making it a combo. Do you just want that sandwich? You don't want to make, you don't want a combo? Yeah. But also upsizing the combo, like upsizing the drink. Um, and finally, they said that the study found that the top thing that could make drive-thrus faster, this is for the drive-thru people. What is that? Oh, my gosh. That's that's extra onions. That is, <laughs> that's sarcastic. This is, but, but this is just spiteful. It really is. <laughs> um, the thing that can like make a pizza. Yeah. Drive-thrus faster is making sure the person working sp- speaks clearly and listens. So this is advice for the fast food places. It's good for relationships, too. (laughs) They say when they're easy to understand and we don't have to repeat ourselves, it can shave off a full minute. Yeah. And if they ask that customer's love language, it's also beneficial. (laughs) Or if they they don't start with the question instead of just like, what, what what can you get you? It's like... Would you like to try our new? I'm like, no, whatever. No, I don't ever want whatever it is yeah, you're asking it's a waste me. Stop. Of time, I'm trying right. to think of my order. Yeah. I may order exactly what you just asked me, but I can't. Or the recording. The recording bothers recording. me. Because then it's, they're like, hi, would you like to try the new bacon double cheeseburger today at Arby's? And you're like, uh, I don't know. And then they're like, what do you want? Yeah, it's a totally <laughs> different tone. Okay. There's this chipper recording. Yeah. And then it's like, like, what happened to that go ahead girl? With your she sounded great. Go ahead with your <laughs> Was that Wayne's World 2 where he, he the way he talked to the, the drive-thru people was broken so that... Because back in like, you know, the the early 90s, when you would hear them on the speaker, it was like, yes. and Wayne like set, ordered in that exact same I way. Think, I think it was, and he did, the, he would like cut out and he would. With the, yes. The, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what it was. Uh, Tombstone is celebrating Halloween. They've got a reward if your name is Jason. So they're giving anyone named Jason a chance to win a free pizza. Uh, one lucky grand prize winner will get a weekend trip. Where's this weekend trip? Oh, oh damn. Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. Mm. I don't know. Plus free Tombstone pizza. But they on their website, tombstone.com slash pizza for Jason. You can uh, you can enter through October 31st, and they're going to pick lots of Jasons to win. But fear not if your name is not Jason, if your name is Crystal Crystal Lake oh. or Pamela. Oh, is that the girl? Mrs. Voorhees. Oh. Pamela Voorhees. Uh, you'll also be eligible for a chance to win uh, Tombstone Pizza as well. You guys are Tombstone fans. You had it when you were growing up, yeah. right? Tombstone? Yeah, mm-hmm. Part of the... Not bad. On the rotation. I haven't had it in years, but that was my go-to when I was younger. I thought those were good commercials when you were young. Yeah. What do you want on your, your Tombstone? Because yeah. um, you thought they meant one thing, but... They meant something totally different. Yeah. They really pulled the switcheroo. Oh, my God. I just got that. Um, Mrs. Voorhees, I read a whole story about that woman that played that part. Oh, she was a scream queen. 
she uh, took that. She? she no, I don't know. I don't know, but she took the part only because she wanted to buy. She needed a car, and uh-huh. so she took the part in Friday the Thirteenth. Wow. You know she's the killer in the first one. Oh come oh, on! Jeez. What? It's October and everything. Everything. So if you ever get that on a trivia question, who is the killer in Friday the Thirteenth? First, first one. Don't say Jason. Don't say Jason. Mrs. Voorhees. She's the killer. Well, Jason didn't kill anybody? He did, after the first one. Oh. After the first one. But the one. whole first movie, Jason doesn't kill it's anyone? It's the mom. No, it's the mom. Was she in the What's mask? What's he doing cruising around with a mask then? Yeah. It's her. It was oh, her. It's her. Yeah. yeah. And she's not wearing the hockey mask. First yeah. one, there's no hockey uh-uh. mask. I'm sorry. The first Friday the 13th. It's a whole different movie. There's no hockey mask? Kevin no. Bacon's in it, man. Yeah. I think Kevin Bacon's going to do a low quality. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You but can confirm that there's no hockey mask in the first one? I don't think so. I, think I don't remember. Like a bag he comes up from the lake at the end. Yeah. That's the only time you see him is at the very end. And he's all. Because they pull the switcheroo on you. You're like, oh, see, wasn't a ghost the whole time. It was mom. Everything's fine now. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's pretty music playing as she's on yeah. the lake, worn out from the fight. She just. You know, she just had a big fight. She took took down Mrs. Took, Voorhees. Took her, out. Yeah. took her out. And she's like, finally I can relax. On Crystal Lake. And but then, uh, she couldn't. Super spoiler. She was she's, fine. Yeah, she's in the she second one. She pops up in the next one. And you're uh, like, so was oh, that a dream? What happened to the cock duty car I saw in the end of the last one? Remember in Misery? So she gets all mad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end, you're like. He died at the end. Right. Look at, like, there's Mrs. Voorhees. The next series, like, he's back alive again. You're like, that's not how it ended. Was she in this, like, a jumpsuit? She's this, she's got, no, she's got a sweater on, a sweater and a turtleneck. Oh, so is the whole movie just people are dying? Yes. And you don't know what's happening okay. until you hear the origin story. How gotcha. she was, her son was teased at Crystal Lake or killed, I believe. It's been a long time since I've seen it. All right, this is turning into horror court. <laughs> Jason actually becomes the killer in the second film. He wears an everyday burlap sack over his disfigured face. His iconic hockey mask doesn't appear until the third film. That's insane. That is crazy. All right, tombstone.com is where you get that pizza. That's my tidbit for the day. I'm Good done. tidbit. All right, uh, that is food court. Still more soft rock October songs. Plus tickets to give away today. PBR tour coming up in a few. And Ludo, Ha Ludo Ween tickets at 930. You can do it. I see dead people. Hello, Newman. Where's the beach? What you talking about, Ludo? Throwback Live. Our contestants this morning for Throwback Live. Tim, you'll be playing for Katie from Edwardsville. Brando's got Dan from Arnold. Chris Sandy from Peevely. And the winner will get a pair of tickets to the PBR Unleash the Beast store. It's going to be at the Enterprise Center on December 2nd and December 3rd. Throwback Live is brought to you by the Madison County Firemen's Bingo Hall with a chance to win $25,000 in their Crazy 8 raffle. Hello, Afton. Hey, guys. How are you? I'm doing great. You ready for Throwback Live? That's why we're here. Uh, I feel like it. Let's do it. Marty's got some clips for you guys today. He's going to play those. You're going to ring in for your listeners with these sounds. Brando, Chris, and Tim. Question one, who's talking here? I predicted a shutout, but I said five. Is that... (laughs) I shouldn't have run. A lot of dinging. In the <laughs> I don't know what I was, was doing. I wanted it. Did I get in? Who was in? You can, ha- you you can, you can have it first. Go for it. Brett Hull. Brett Hull is correct. Six nothing. But Did you know that? Five was no. pretty good. 
Um, I didn't know. And then in the course of trying to think of it, I was just going to say Al Roboski. <laughs> I was just thinking all baseball people. So, yeah. Good job. All right. Question two. Name this extremely sped up song title or artist. I heard Chris. Oh. Is it Maroon 5? Maroon 5. Sounds really cool. That thing rocks fast, man. We should. <laughs> Marty, let's get that in the Somehow, okay. Somehow like his that. voice got lower. Yeah. <laughs> Question three. Name this movie made in the year 2000. When that clock hits zero, you send this truck. I don't care. Brando? Um, Castaway. Castaway is correct. If Lennon himself comes out of his tomb with a priority package... I absolutely, positively have to get to Memphis tonight. Not going to happen, yeah. buddy. I love the music in that film. Never All right, seen it. we are tied across the board. Question four, which local TV anchor is retiring here? The strength that you Chris? get. Karen Foss. No. <laughs> no. I share. I am so proud of you. I really am. And, uh, and I'm, I'm so glad that I got to work with you. And I'm so glad I get to call you friends. And... Um, you know, God bless you all. Tim? <sighs> Rick Edlund? No. I just can't figure out who Brando? that is. Brando? I'm going to say Deanne Lane. No, it's Dan Gray. Oh, man. That is not his news No, it doesn't sound like him at all. Deanne Lane's a woman. I oh, I thought it was talking about. Me I was too. imagining yeah, that's the, what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, I, I think we were just going with Karen Foss because that's always your guess. That is right? always my guess anyway. But I <laughs> yeah. did think oh, he, they were gonna. That's who I. I thought it was like uh, a. I love you so much. No. Yeah. Uh, myself. Well, no. I was the closest, so I guess I get that. No, I yeah, think I think that's, that's how that works. works. It's a new rule. <laughs> Question five: Name the product being advertised. Sugar. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> 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 it, any note of recognition you just Yeah, it's just like, like I know what this is. No idea what it is. I don't know. Honeycombs. <laughs> no. Now it's so much like sugar. Yeah. It even tastes great straight. No one Tim. It even tastes great straight. Uh NutraSweet? No. Sugar. Now it's so much like sugar. Wonder people are commanding wherever they go. What the? They're all too too many syllables. <laughs> right. Uh, While you think about it, I have a major problem with that parody. The because they just completely change that it even tastes great straight. That's yeah, not that's how the song not goes. How the song goes. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I can't thing. think of anything. Purist. You <laughs> would hate the product anyway. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's real sugar or nothing <laughs> yeah. for me. Yeah. I don't know. Well, all you can do now is guess or say you're finished. Yeah. Nutra sweet. It's nope. equal. Equal. It's 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 okay. It we have does another not taste great. <laughs> we have another tiebreaker. Question six. Name this TV drama series. Shall I serve this brandy after dinner? Chris? I'm just going to say. Chris is like, yeah, I know the English language. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Sounds familiar. I'm just going to say law and order. No. No, Miss Channing. Why wait? Pour it on her now and light it. Brando? Charlie's Angels? No. Charlie, serve this brandy after dinner, Miss Channing. Oh, I wait. Pour it on her now and light it. Mr. Ch- uh, Dynasty? No. 
It's Falcon Crest. Oh, oh. I was right there. I was right there. Again, I think close. I was very close. Very yeah. close. Drama yeah. adjacent. Yeah. Yes. Let's do another tiebreaker. Name this 90s. Marty had so little faith that I was going to get that that he planned the next question. <laughs> he's like, while I was like, trying. He's, he's like, he's going to fail. Some of these are the. Some of these we're missing are the Courtney questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a Courtney question. Yeah, <laughs> Name this 90s sitcom. Just open that damn cell and let those two boys out of there. I'm going to tie this place up with so much lit. Chris. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for a Chris Comedy win. Congratulations to Chris. Congratulations to Sandy from Peevely. Yeah. Sandy. Woo, Sandy. Congrats. You have a pair of tickets to PBR Unleash the Beast. It's going to be at the Enterprise Center on December 2nd and December 3rd, and you will be at one of those shows. So congrats to you. We'll get you those I tickets. So excited. Well, good. Have a great time. <laughs> Don't forget uh, who sent you there, Chris Convey. <laughs> Look at us, Sandy. What a team. Uh, all right, we'll get you those tickets, Sandy. Thanks so much for calling in, and we'll play again tomorrow for more tickets to the BBR Tour on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. We are celebrating Soft Rock all month. Soft Rocktober, every single hour during The Courtney Show, you're going to hear a Soft Rock favorite, and every day we'll have a different ticket to give away. And today and all week, we have tickets for you to see Derek Huff Symphony of Dance at Stiefel Theater. And anyone that wins throughout the month is going to go in the drawing, the grand prize, to see air supply and have dinner at River City Casino and Hotel. And it's brought to you by Johnny Brock's Dungeon, a St. Louis tradition and must-see, and Davy Tree Experts. Prepare your trees for the winter months ahead. Ooh, I love Davy. 314-961-5440. So thank you to our sponsors of Soft Soft Rocktober. They can't take it away now, people. Mm-mm. <laughs> now that it's sponsored... That's right. Uh-huh. They can complain all they want. That's We're stuck right. With it. <laughs> um, all right. So I saw these weird dating requirements that people uh, they were just writing in on a forum. And don't you think it's one of those things where like they were stung once by something and this stands out to them? Much like when you buy a house, you're like, I'll never have another house that doesn't have this mm-hmm. or that does this. Like I would think one of your weird dating requirement, Chris Convey, would be sense. Yeah. You, <laughs> you can't. No. No sense. No sense. But like the smelling kind. Yeah. You want to have common sense. Yeah, yeah common he sense is good. Way yeah. too many girls with no sense. <laughs> <laughs> One of your requirements used to be and doesn't live in the same city, but somehow you've overcome yeah. that. Yeah. Oh impressive. yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right. So here are some of the some of the weird dating requirements that people uh, wrote in about. Uh, they have to snore because snoring is cute. Oh, well, I think Alex would completely disagree with that. <laughs> they can have a gym pick or dog, because I don't want to get up on a weekend morning and need to do stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you should find the right person for you. Like, you know, somebody that loves dogs wants somebody else that loves dogs. Or just... You You're know, just cold-hearted. They, they made or, a whole, just, or, or someone that tolerates <laughs> <laughs> I think they made a whole movie about that. Must love dogs. Not having the same name as a close family member, like a mom, dad, sibling, or a kid, oh, I guess. Yeah, like, you couldn't date someone who has the same name as, like, your brother. Like, if your brother is, you know... Brad, you're like I can't date a Sometimes Brad. You'll just also, get, but if they my, pass all the other requirements, mom married a Tim and has a brother Tim. 
How does she feel about that? To me, I guess. Don't you think that the, you don't realize... Good, and then she named me that. Don't you think you don't realize a name is an issue until you hear that name and you're like, oh, I had a bad thing yeah, with... Yeah, it's oh, like yeah, the, all that. the teachers, remember, that said that they couldn't name kids. Oh, Masons were stinkers. All the names that they had as bad mm-hmm. kids yeah. as students. Um, I don't think the family... I guess it depends. I don't think... I don't know. That's if you weird. are into this person, that's not going to matter. And if it's a real common name, right? Yeah. They're just kind of used to other people having that? No one cares. Okay. No flip-flops on dudes. What? Hmm. Nick and I would never be able to be together. He's a flip-flop guy. Yeah, why can't oh, yeah. dudes flip-flop? And slips and uh, slides. I just don't like slides. They feel like they're going to slide off. He goes all in. He gets real depressed when the flip-flops have to go away for the cold. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. He, he, it's part of his life. He's got very nice feet. Oh, he wants to show them off? I don't think he cares about that. He just doesn't want to be encumbered by... Constrained, yeah. Yes. I, I love that. The, the feeling of a flip-flop. It's like you're on vacation. Yes. Wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, no backward hat-wearing guys or girls. Uh-oh. Backwards. You're missing out backwards. on a lot of good people. I, I'm always forward. I can't pull off backwards. You I never do stupid. backwards. No, let me dumb. see. Let me see it. No, it looks Come dumb. on. It always yeah, looks do dumb. it. <laughs> My name is Brando, and I'm here to say. <laughs> it doesn't look right, does it? We well, didn't I ask just, you to sit no, in the chair backwards, maybe, too, man. I think it's I maybe it's too taut on your head. No, I think it looks it totally does, it fine. It's just, um, I've. It looks beanie-ish on you. Yeah, it doesn't look put right. It, pull it down more in front, I just please. had it down. Maybe she it's because it you up. don't have the strap. Like, yeah, it's... Yeah. The strap is better for a backwards hat. It doesn't work. It looks cool. I don't think it looks bad. You look like you're getting ready to paint. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried all variations. It just doesn't... Well, let put... It just doesn't sit on my head let, right. Let me see you with, the str- with, with Tim's hat on. This is great radio, by the way. I don't care. <laughs> Seeing you with a hat that's on. With this bend in the yeah, that's bill. a pretty hip hat. I don't know if you can handle that one. Now that looks more normal. Yeah, you look fine. Normal. Normal. I kind of see nice. what he's saying. Look at though. that good haircut. It's weird, there. isn't that weird? Yeah, it's, it's like, like I just never see you without a hat on, so it's weird. Your hair looks nice. Thank you. Did you recently get it cut? I got it cut this weekend. Yeah, it looks real good. Looks better without the hat being backwards, though. Doesn't it? I don't understand. I've tried all different hats. Yeah. Every time I try to like, I'm gonna try this. Nope, I don't know what it is. It doesn't work. Uh, no I think it's fine, and I'd like you to incorporate it more. <laughs> Not happening. Uh, no fishing pics on your profile. Yes. I love fishing, but if one of your main photos show you holding a fish, then you're super basic to me. Well, I'm not getting any dates. Uh, sure I got a picture in there. They have to be able to cook. Even if it's just quick and easy meals, it's okay to be lazy and order takeout. But for every meal, huge red flag. I would ask this person, what if it's on one picture, it's me catching a fish. And, and then the next making picture it, is me making it? some elaborate oh, trout wow. dish. Maybe. Fish. Yeah, that guy can provide. Yeah. No picky eaters. You don't have to be a foodie, but I like to cook. And if you won't give my food a chance, it's not going to work out. That makes sense. Uh, we could never be together. Uh, they can't use the phrase "work hard, play hard." <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a deal breaker. No politics. It's good to care. It's good to have opinions. It's good to vote. But if your political party is part of your identity, it's a hard no. How does it not part of your identity nowadays? It, you, your life should not revolve around it. It shouldn't. But I just—it's it weird. Just it does should right and now. it shouldn't. Like. You should it have sh- feelings it, about things, yeah. but it shouldn't be your whole personality yes. no. and your wardrobe but every, and your everyone. So many people, it's it's 
so important to them now. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't need to be your mud flaps. No. No mud flaps, too, is one. Oh, is that one of them? With naked ladies on them. (laughs) What about truck nuts? Oh, boy. No, those are fine. Oh, whew. Uh, But no obsession with cryptocurrency is another one. (laughs) Uh, No vanity license plates. I mean, but I mean, you've had them since high school. They're awesome. Yeah, but they probably don't say anything. They probably say something silly now when you look back. The year you graduate. Uh, and there's always no cat people. One person said no horse people. It's very important to them. I'm too scared of horses to be supportive. Oh, I thought it was like horse people. <laughs> oh, yeah, the other guys. Well, yeah, that's a that's a big red flag. Uh, if you guys want to send us some of your no requirements, we would love to hear from you. Our, on the Cheney Window and Door text line, 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Tuesday tidbits. Tuesday Tidbits. All right, let's go to some Tidbits. Great song by Breathe. Really like it now. Great song. I didn't know it. Didn't know it well. Your life got better. Nick, uh, we heard it in the car one day, and he's like, you don't know this song? It just, you know, I was a freshman in college. I was living my best life. Do you, know, do you know Hands to Heaven? I do know that one. That one I know. So you know two breathe songs now. Now I know two. Okay. What are you breathe up to. Man? Well, I don't know. Two we should great, bring them to town. Two great soft Sing rock hands songs. for heaven. Huh? Sing hands to heaven. So raise your hands to heaven and pray <laughs> and pray <laughs> that we'll be back That's together someday. And Tonight I need your sweet caress Hold me in the darkness I love it when you sing <laughs> Alright, so since we're celebrating Soft Rock October I decided to go in on some Soft Rock October facts Oh, it's great Okay um, Great Okay, so you know the term I'm going to go to Yacht Rock Because Yacht Rock and Soft Rock They have a similar, a similar vibe Do you know uh, who it was coined by? There's an actual person was it like a DJ in it was Cleveland in like 1983? Soft Rocktober? Rock no. Just Yacht Soft Rock. rock. Yacht or Yacht rock. rock. Oh, Yacht, Yacht, Yacht rock. rock. Oh, it's two guys. They they were internet dudes. There's a whole documentary about it. It's a writer. It's a writer. J.D. Reisner is his name, and he's a writer, actor, director. He noticed similarities between Steely Dan and Doobie Brothers and Toto and... A lot of the music featured albums with guys on boats on the cover and songs about sailing and the fact that their music sounded really good on boats since it was good for relaxing, sitting really? back and drinking. There's a whole documentary. I think it's maybe it's on Netflix or something, but these two guys, they started making videos. They were like called Yacht Rock videos. And then that's, they credited that as what made it take off. Everywhere I looked, this guy gets credit. It, it, might, be the gets, sa- it might be the same yeah, people. Maybe. They, those, those videos... Have you seen the videos? Uh-uh. They're like little sketches, and and it's like they there's a guy there's like a guy that plays Michael McDonald, a guy that plays Kenny Loggins, a guy that plays Christopher Cross, and they're like there's like hijinks. Yeah, <laughs> we should watch them sometimes. Right. Funny. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you guys know I still like this tidbit about the song Thunder Island by Jay Ferguson. Jay Ferguson also wrote the Office theme. Oh yeah, which mm-hmm. I find to be fascinating. So many years later. And he's responsible for the the office theme. Elton John charted a top 40 single every year from 1970 to 1997. That's wow. crazy. That's crazy. In 1982, I love this one. Toto released Toto 4. 
uh, which they're two of the best uh, soft rock songs. Or uh, Rosanna, Africa. Mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. of those songs were on there. And so it was a perfect introduction to this whole genre of yacht rock because some of the members of Toto were involved in recordings uh, with different sessions. Yeah, yeah. They were session musicians. They did stuff with like Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. And, That's yeah. the same year that they released this. They had put uh, a song on this Toto's keyboardist, Steve Picaro, put a song on an, a tape that went to Quincy Jones by mistake. He wanted it for Toto to record. That song was Human Nature. Quincy Jones loved it, and Michael Jackson recorded it. Amazing. Uh, uh-huh. Wow. Cha-cha-cha-cha, Human Nature. It's a great song. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, and then, do you know the so- this song right here? Can you put me in cue real quick? Right here. Gonna take a lot of love. I do know the song. I don't know who sings it. It's Nicolette Larson. I I know the song, but I wasn't familiar with her. The person that wrote that song, Neil Young. Really? Uh, yes. Oh, did that's he, crazy. Did he write it as himself, or was it like a? I think he just pseudonym or something. No, I just think he wrote it, and she ended up recording it. It's crazy, <laughs> right? And then finally, the song Daniel, you know, by Elton John. Mm-hmm. It is about a blind Vietnam vet. But uh, they had to cut out the entire verse where they explain who Daniel is. Oh, you're kidding. Because the song was too long. So you just, it's just Daniel. You don't have no idea. Probably for the best for it to be, you know, like a little bit. too much information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When songs get too specific, you're like, well, I can't relate to this anymore. You're going to Arthur now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Too many details. (laughs) All right. So that was a lot of tidbits for me, but. I spent some time working on this yesterday, so you had to hear all of them. They were great. That's good. All right, what about you guys? Um, I'm, I'm just going to do this one. Um, so I thought this was interesting. The, it's about the World Wide Web. So this guy named Tim Berners-Lee, he's a British computer scientist. He's the guy who uh, invented the World Wide Web. I don't know if he had any help, but they just list him. What year do you think the World Wide Web was invented? Oh, 19. Earlier than you think. TBL? 1990. That's a good guess. I, 1987. Because it was on one of my uh, back in the day. Oh, okay. I was like, this was doesn't like, belong here. That was a really good guess. Like, how did you know that? 1989. So to me, like computer stuff is always way earlier than what you think. Like, when, when do you think the modem was invented? You're like, I don't know, 92. And they're like, no. 1783. Yeah, yeah, but nobody knew what to do with Uh it. This was so 1989 was when they this guy invented the World Wide Web, and then the first website went live in 1991. That's how quickly they went from like, I think we can make this sort of thing work to like how boom web website was was ready to go in 1991. And how slow dial up was? It took two years. Yeah, well, it was invented in 89, but it didn't finish loading until 91. Those are the ones all I have. I'll do that. <laughs> Next. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was a millionaire. Before he was even an actor, he used the money from winning bodybuilding contests to invest in real estate. Oh, no way. I didn't a millionaire. That. Yeah. Way to go, Arnold. The Girl Scouts are the second largest cookie company in America with around $800 million a year in revenue. They are only behind... Keebler. Those elves. Nabisco. Oreo. Oreo. Oh, way to go, Oreo. Keebler's the brand, I guess. 
Keebler's not crazy, right? No, Keebler. <laughs> no, that's a good guess. He looked at me like, hey, hey, like what are you talking about? <laughs> Keebler just tastes like third place. <laughs> uh, one no guy coined all three of these phrases. The pen is mightier than the sword. The pursuit of the almighty dollar. And it was a dark and stormy night. Tim Convey Sr. No, just one guy. <laughs> ben Franklin. Really? Yeah. Do you know who was it? Just a guy. Just like you and me. Chris, what do you got? You don't know who it was? <laughs> no, it just was one guy. I know, but what's his name? Yeah, I like the Ben, I don't know. ben Franklin guess. Um, Francis Scott Key. No, I don't know. I don't. I want to be very clear. Oh, I don't know this name. It wasn't part of my facts. I'll look it up. That's a partial fact. <laughs> you don't get a point for that. No full point. <laughs> Tim's one for two today. Edward Bul- Bulwer Lighton. He wrote it. Well, there you go. Yeah, already. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I guess it didn't help it. Three much. phrases, one minute. I want more soft rock tidbits. But I know it was hard finding. I'll just do. I'll just do mine. Okay. Uh, can you guys guess who the third most successful songwriter is after Lennon and McCartney? This is based on singles written. Richard or, Marks or co- or co-written. No, it's tough. It's it's a he's written songs. Over the last, like, mostly 20 years. 20 years? Yeah. Mm. Oh, uh, uh, Do we oh. know the person? Matthew Wilder? Elton John. Whoa. Elton John? Uh, mm. Max. Yep. Dr. Max. Max. Uh, not Dr. Verstappen. Lou. Max. Um, yeah, it's not Max Verstappen. Uh, what's his stupid name? That guy. You got it. I have no yeah. idea. What Max. country is he from? Ish. Swedish. Yep, yeah, yeah, it's Max Martin. Max Martin. Max Martin, so he's yes. written or co-written 25 Billboard Hot 100 number one songs. So like Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl, Roar, Maroon 5's One More Night, Taylor Swift's Shake It Off, Blank Space, Weekend, a um, bunch of others. And then Paul McCartney has 32 hits and John Lennon has 26. Wow. Max Martin. Max Martin needs to be more of a household name. Yeah. That's some talent. He's way that's behind the, way the Max scenes. Martin likes it. Does yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably the perfect career is to be the guy behind the guy and then, like, you don't get bothered everywhere. Yeah. It's pretty well, incredible. Well, that's what they say. You know, you want to be rich and famous and then eventually you're like, well, I just want to be rich now. I don't want to be the famous yeah, the part famous, anymore. Yeah. Like, just, just do the rich part. <laughs> just the rich. Um, in 1943, engineer Richard James accidentally knocked over a tension spring Inspiring him to create the Slinky. Ah. By, by 2000, over 250 million Slinkies had been sold. Everybody in here have a Slinky? I, ha- I've had, I have mm-hmm. had one. Yeah, I've They're ruined not- many metal ones. Those heavy plastic ones, those were the best. They lasted. They were? Long- I had one for a long time. They're not what but they the, used to be. The metal ones get all bent. They're just for stairs, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the only excitement. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, haven't you seen this? There's guys that do like these choreographed. No, never seen oh, it. Oh, yeah, I'll send you some vids. Slinky dance? Yeah, they they can do some like cool things with some slinkies. They can go down an elevator too, but it's not as, <laughs> it's kind of boring. <laughs> I can do one it, more right? if you want, but it feels like we're out of time. Well, no, do one more. 
We need a palate cleanser. From Slinky? Oh, come no. on. Yeah. Are we still reeling from Slinky really in the <laughs> elevator? <laughs> William Henry Harrison is the U.S. president with the shortest tenure, 31 days. He also had the longest inauguration speech. So 0.2% of his presidency was devoted to his inauguration speech. <laughs> <laughs> Those are Tuesday tidbits. Oh, hey, you were smart. You get to listen to all this great Courtney Show podcast without all the Bruno Mars. Afterwards, why don't you grab a sandwich from Salt and Smoke? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. Thursday through Sunday, Billy D. Washington is at Westport and Eddie Gosling is at Streets of St. Charles. You can get tickets at stlouisfunnybone.com. Well, Drake might have a little too much money just kind of laying around. So over the weekend, he dropped, what was it, $250,000 at that Atlanta strip club. And then also over the weekend, he was doing a show, and a guy at his show held up a sign that just said his girlfriend broke up with him after uh, he spent all of his savings on tickets to his show. So Drake saw it, thought it was fun, so he pointed him out and uh, told him he was going to give him $50,000 so he could, quote, Flex on her tonight. Can you imagine all the signs that are going to be at the next show? <laughs> well, yeah. I guess he does this because he even mentioned he's like, usually I do something, you know, for for a lady at a show. Like, so I guess women are probably holding up signs about stuff. But he was like, I really like this guy's story. So here you go, fifty thousand dollars. Man, so you think assuming. the guy ditched the gal and went? I, well, yeah, he's all that money. I think that's done with done with her now. Mm-hmm. If you've been watching the new hit show Naked Attraction on Max, are you still in on that? Oh yeah, <laughs> I got, I got. I've watched. It's, it's almost like you can't stop it. They were playing like five or six in a row, and we we're just like, should we do another one? And I was like, yeah, we're gonna do another. I, I can't tell if I'm gonna be hooked on this show or if I just like they've only released two. They released two episodes, I think, right away, and then now there's another new one that I haven't watched. I can't tell if, like, after a first few, I'm going to be kind of bored with it because the you end up seeing them go on a date and you're like, well, this is it's oh, just kind of part thrown of together version. real oh, okay. quick where you see them on a date and it's real short. You're like, well, I don't even know if we need that. And and some of the dialogue, the conversations are really lame. So I don't know. We'll see if I keep watching it. But people, if you have, have, have watched it, you may be wondering if it's against the rules for the men to do any last minute, minute like enhancement maneuvers before the oh thing comes up and shows their lower half. No. So somebody asked the executive producer, and apparently it's not against the rules. He said, quote, when the screens are down before we start, it's hard to know what they're doing. All right. He says that he Sounds knows like that, a real classy show. He says that he knows <laughs> that some guys do like suck in their guts. It's no it's, suits. It's, it's no suits. <laughs> you got to find your new show. This might be it. I don't but think this is so. all. I think like the Brits. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the Brits are taking this kind of seriously, like trying to make it charming. When they make the American version, this is 
Is it tawdry? <laughs> this is going to be... It's Yeah, it's going to be chaos. Yeah. Those guys are going to be doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing, and women will be doing more things than they probably should. It's going to be interesting. Matthew McConaughey didn't have to suck in his gut during his TV debut, so back in 1992, he got his first, we'll say, big break, uh, playing a murder victim in an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, so a producer said they asked him about about his appearance on the show, and he said, let's just say his acting has come a long way since <laughs> then. <laughs> but you can see a clip of him on the show on the blog today. I mean, it's 1992, so he's a very young Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Will Ferrell was on last night's Manning cast, and he gave Eli some lessons on how to do the Ma Meatloaf line from <laughs> Wedding Crashers. This guy had some Off rage, so it was more like number Ma Meatloaf! Ten-yard penalty. <laughs> First down. And then he like, tries again. Ma Meatloaf! But a little more, a little more growl. Ma Meatloaf! Ma Meatloaf! Why did you drag it out? Ma! Why did you drag it out like that? Just bark like a it. southern draw thing. It's Ma Meatloaf! <laughs> he never did quite get it right. But Poor Eli. Fun. He just seems like such a dope. <laughs> the video's on the blog. Uh, Kim Cattrall and Nelly Furtado are uh, hawking skims for Kim Kardashian now. There's a commercial with them both in it uh, on the blog today if you want to check it out. And Paris Hilton is going to start getting paid to post on what was Twitter, now X. So she's the first celebrity that's getting paid to it's post. It's a weird choice, man. Really? Yes. Is this that we 20 know years of. ago? I wonder why her. I don't know. Well, that we know. We don't know. Affordable. Maybe, maybe other people. Yeah. Price. Post Malone likes to forge swords in his spare time. He says, quote, it's like the most manly thing you could do. It could only get cooler if you could do it on horseback. <laughs> uh, some new tour dates uh, just got announced. Foo Fighters, Lauren Hill, Mariah Carey, all uh, adding tour dates. One of the three affects us. Lauren Hill will be at Enterprise Center on November 25th. Oh, cool. Yep. Uh, someone's making a stage musical about the Band-Aid and Live Aid benefit concerts. I mean, there's lots of music to choose from, but... What's the show about? I don't know. Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, Joe, you know, the one he had with the maid, uh, starting to look a lot like his dad. Uh, he's, you know, he's 26 now. He's an adult. Uh, but he works out like crazy. Yeah. And physically. Looks exactly like him. Physically, his body mm -hmm. is, it's like identical. I'm sure he's smaller than his dad overall. But like, just when you see him running, he's like running on the beach. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's. Him. It's, it it's looks him. like they're in some competition, but he's the only one in Speedos. Yeah, I don't know why he's... Like, I look the best. Speedo in it. <laughs> the trailer for the uh, movie Leave the World Behind is up on the blog today. It's a doomsday movie, and it's got lots of people in it. Julia Roberts, uh, Ethan Hawke, that uh, Marshala Ali. I don't know Marshala. how to say it. Marshala Ali. If you see him, you know him. And then Kevin Bacon. They're all in it, so... Oh, it does. It looks good. It looks weird. I'm in. Check it out. Dick Van Dyke visited Disneyland recently. Somebody got a picture of him on like a balcony well, looking out and just smiling. He's getting out there. He's an doing old Disney stuff. fella. All of the late night shows are back now that the writer's strike is over. You can see clips from all those shows up on the blog today if you want to check it out. I watched Seth Meyers, uh, a very, very extended uh, closer look, which is one of the features they do, do on the show. So they all seem pretty happy to be back. Entertainment Weekly uh, put together a list of the best alien movies. So these are movies that have 
aliens in them. It's not necessarily a Alien. horror movie. Alien is on the list. Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks is on their list. But like Star Wars, A New Hope is on the list. We're like, well, all right. I guess they're all about aliens. E.T. E.T. War of the Worlds. List. War of the Worlds did Ooh. not make their list. Species. That one didn't make the list What about either. the... Uh, the one that we can never remember the name. Oh, it did. <laughs> Edge oh. of Tomorrow. Edge oh. of Tomorrow. The Tom Cruise. That one's great. What about the Simon Pegg one? The World's End at the World's End. When they go to the pubs. Was that a zombie movie? That was zombies. It was? Yeah. Um, Shaun of the Dead. No, at oh. World's End or something oh, they, like that. They have another movie where they just know. go to the pub. They go to a pub. <laughs> they go to a but They're on a pub tour. Oh, okay. And I think it's Aliens. Oh, that one is not on the list. Mac and Me? No, <laughs> should be, though. Just for that scene. <laughs> the kid in the wheelchair. <laughs> uh, alien, Aliens. Flight of the Navigator. Oh, oh that, that one didn't make the list. One. What about the Rowdy Roddy Piper No, one? They Live. That's that a was, great That's one. a great alien movie. What about it's, V? That was a TV that's movie. That's a series. Independence Day? Independence Day was on their list. Welcome to Earth. There's a couple good, like, <laughs> weird ones, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's on there. Not on my planet. Uh, Dark City, which is a movie that, like, my friend Nathan and I always try to promote on, push on people. It was like The Matrix before The Matrix, like that kind of uh, thing, but that's Aliens. Uh, Men in Black. Cocoon didn't make the Cocoon. list. That should be on there. Yes. District 9 is on there. Let's get a uh, new Cocoon. District Super, 9 is solid. That's good. Super 8, which is a, you know. Oh, a yeah, it's the kids. Yeah, and it looks like an 80s. Uh-huh. That's a really Overfield. cool one. That one didn't make their list. I don't know. Not a great list. Full list is on the blog if you want to check it out. On the TV tonight, you've got the season finale of Ahsoka. That's uh, Disney Plus, 8 o'clock tonight. Kind of sad that's over. Is it is the last one? Yeah, it's the last one. It's good. It's not great. Not the best one they've done, but I've I've enjoyed it. So You've Andor also- is still your number one? Yeah, I think of those series, okay. Andor is probably the best in my okay. opinion. Okay. Season finale also <laughs> of Only Murders in the Building. Um, no, I'm way behind on that. I love it. I'm then, so in. Are you guys in on in with best Beth Stelling, comedian? Yeah. Nah. Don't care. Don't for love her. her. Well, she's got a new special. <laughs> it's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> you want to check it out. I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. It is a Courtney Show on 1065 The Arts with Outcast. The Courtney Show. We still have Brando's coming up. Uh, we got year in review. Do you want to do a little tease on the year that we're going to be looking at, Tim? Mm, you don't have to. It's outside of our normal 80s and 90s. Oh. It's a, it's a look back. Further back than we normally go. Was it, is it a bummer? 20s. There's a lot of bummers that happen, <laughs> but then there's a redemption at the end. I'm going to take you on a real journey. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's really exciting. A little after nine. Some texts this morning. I know people are upset about the streaming being down. Oh, <laughs> they upset, but they can't hear us, so we can make fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're working on it, but we there, there have been emails that have been sent yeah. and replied to and sent and... It's being worked on. It's being worked on. Lots of people's days are like their, their timing is off because they time things by the show. But yeah, they're working on it, people. We got a text from the real Chris C. Arrival is a really good. That's a really good alien movie. Is that Jodie Foster? No, I think that, that's Contact. Is that Contact? Oh, know. it is Contact. Arrival is, um, God, I've, I can't think of her name. I've She's, not seen Arrival. She's been in anything in a little while. 
Who's the? She's in a bunch of um, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. That's it. I don't. You know why I Nailed haven't seen it? Because I'm not a huge fan of hers. It's a good movie. Okay. I want to mind a bit on their list. What's yeah, that? Yeah, the list is big. Yeah, I wouldn't mind have made it. I skipped it because I didn't know it. <laughs> I was just trying to pick out the ones that you guys mind up. Hickey Natalie is saying a lot of people are loving Soft Rocktober. A lot of people. Hickey Natalie says next year you need to make all four hours of the show Soft Rocktober. <laughs> I love these. So do I. It's good. It's a little, it just changes it up a little for you in your normal day. Yeah, Michelle says Soft Rocktober is great. I bought the Life, the Time Life CD collection when they sold it on TV. Big Mel says, I'm so excited for Soft Rocktober. Thanks for bringing it back. And more, I mean, more mm-hmm. soft rock. Bigger, better And than more ever. Tober. And more <laughs> sponsors, too, Even which is more, nice. Three times more Tober. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody yesterday liked uh, Your So Vain, said, I've been, I've had Your So Vain stuck in my head all day ever since you guys played it. That's a good one. Yeah. Paula from Wentzville says, I know you can't say anything on air, but today's my 50th birthday. Oh, it's a big one, and Paula. I, and I sure wish you could wish me a happy birthday today since it's a big one. Turns out, Paula... Can't do it. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Double nickels is right around the corner for me. Oh, really? I don't Ooh. like it. It doesn't feel good? You no. Won't, you won't be able to drive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Take away the keys. <laughs> Just for the year. Feels real bad, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. It's it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Which bad. was worse? The the I would think the 50 would be the... No, this one hurts. To, this really? one, this one feels elderly. Really, fifty didn't. Because you're now you're closer to sixty than yes. you are to fifty. Yes, Just staring it down. <laughs> and you probably got here a lot faster than you had anticipated. Oh my gosh! Seems like just yesterday. I was 50. <laughs> Those are the good old days. It's bad. Yeah, that 50-year-old body, you didn't even know what you had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Playing with house money. We were talking about sleep, <laughs> sleeping and blankets and pillows. And Fenton Mary says, sometimes I wake up and find my hubby holding a pillow. Oh, Aww. really? Yeah. I could see you just hugging a pillow. My only friend. <laughs> Short time Ryan says either, oh, this is, a, this is a little bit older. Either the app isn't working or y'all got pizza partied. <laughs> I hope it's just the app. It's the app. We've missed some solid entertainment this morning. Yeah, that podcast should be working today. So. Yeah, the, yes. po- the podcast will be working. So if you, can, if you switched over from the website or the app to old school radio, the app isn't working and the podcast will be up pretty soon after the show. Yeah. So you can check that out. Fueled by salt and smoke. Fueled by salt and smoke. If you want to text us, though, and complain about the app, feel free on the Cheney <laughs> Window and Door text line 314-669-4665. The Courtney Show. Man. That's what you wanted. It's an exciting intro. That's serious business. Better live up to it. Oh, because it's hard-hitting news. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Go time? Go time. What year do you guys want to do? 1839. God, I've always no. wanted to do something with the 30s. No. Do, we do 30s? No. We're doing 1968. That's the year I was oh, born. Wow. Bunch of yeah. It's, it's kind of the year before the biggest year, like, in America. 69 was the biggest year. Things popped off. Yeah. But I'm, I'm taking you back to, what, what set that up? You know what I mean? It was 68. 68. <laughs> yeah, we had to 69 know. 69 gets all the credit. 68? So 
put in the legwork. Is pretty good. Courtney <laughs> Landrum enters the world in your uh, year in review? Yes, that's the, top, that's the headline. Uh-huh. Uh, but speaking of that, do you want to know the top 10 baby names in 1968? I bet I could probably guess. Sure. Uh, Patty? No. Okay. Mary? No. Anne? No. Um, Magnus? Michelle? Yes. Michelle Chris. Is there no not Christy or no? Um I'm gonna tell you. All right. Lisa, Michelle, Kimberly, Jennifer, Melissa, Michael, David, John, James, and Robert. Bobby. No <laughs> Hey Bobby. My dad and my brother. Uh price of a postage stamp in nineteen sixty eight? Eighteen cents. Six cents. Woo! Yeah. I'm the richer. All right, let's start out with some... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I didn't need to do that. Some songs. Uh, hey Jude by the Beatles, number one song in 1968. I like doing these sometimes because it puts things into perspective. You know, you're like, oh, all these old songs, whatever. But when you realize they came out at the same time, yeah, that's sort of like, interesting. Or what flipping yes, around the dial yes, was like. I agree. So, hey Jude by the Beatles, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay by Otis Redding, Sunshine of Your Love by Cream. Uh, Herb Albert had had uh, This Guy's in Love With You. Oh, oh, that's nice. a great one. Oh, that's a Baccarat track. Uh, Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel. Money, money, the first version by mm-hmm. Tommy James. Hello, I love you by The Doors. Young Girl by Gary Puck. Man, and they're Mimi all over Gap. the place. Young Girl, get out of my life. Born to be wild. <laughs> like Born to be wild, I would have thought was earlier than then because it's kind of. I'm less impressed by Born to be wild, knowing that the Beatles were already doing Hey Jude, and Steppenwolf's like, Hey, what about Born to be wild? However, Born to be wild. Uh, Coined the term heavy metal. There it is. That song did. That's where the, that's where heavy metal came from. Really? Is it in the song? And were they just talking heavy about heavy metal thunder? So they were just talking about motorcycles. Yeah, I think oh, so. Yeah. And people listening are like, they're talking about music. Like, yeah. No, guys, it's the motorcycles. Like, no, uh, no, no. Angel of the morning. 1968. Oh man, not Juice though. What was the? They had to be a different artist. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't it was know. probably a country music artist. Yeah. And then uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash by the Rolling Stones. Uh, you want to do some television? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rowan and Martin's Laughing. These were the top, top shows in 1968. Gomer Pyle, Bonanza, Mayberry, RFD, or whatever. Gunsmoke, The Dean Martin Show. Here's Lucy with Lucille Ball. I don't know Here's Lucy. You know, she like There were so many shows. variations. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Beverly Hillbillies, Mission Impossible, Bewitched, My Three Sons, Green Acres, Dragnet, The Mod Squad, and I Dream of Jeannie. I like some of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to do some movies in 1968? Heck yeah, dog. Deer <laughs> Hunter? Funny Girl. Oh, such a good movie. 2001. Barbara Streisand, you haven't? Oh, Babs? The musical's no, hot. Dad likes it. 2001, A Space Odyssey. They were way off. Uh, the, the Odd Couple, <laughs> Bullet with Steve McQueen, Oliver, musical, uh, Planet of the Apes, Rosemary's Baby, Romeo and Juliet, Yours, Mine, and Ours with Lucille Ball, which the original title of that, Yours, Mine, and Ours was like, you know, they, they, they kind of a Brady Bunch situation. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, original title of that was Full House. Oh, really? They ah. changed it, yeah. I always get that confused with Please Don't Eat the Daisies. There's another movie that had lots of kids yeah, and dogs. I, I think Doris Day was in that one. Yeah, and it had a... I remember the beginning of it. And it, they made a show, too, didn't they? Did they? I think Maybe they, I'm I think they did. confusing they the two. They the same song. 
Uh, let's get some news, some things people were talking about in 1968. Uh, in April, Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated in Memphis. Uh, Richard Nixon was elected. Boeing introduced the first 747, which obviously they're still flying around today. It was a big deal. So they introduced it in 68, first did its first commercial flight in 1969. But that thing was a game changer. Listen to this. Memorial Day, back in the day, prior to 1968, used to just be on May 30th. But then they changed it to the last Monday of May. Oh, so it's always a Monday. Yeah. That makes and sense. Some people were upset. Because it's like, you know, we always talk about and moving Halloween and there's other things. Things. And you just think, like, how can you do that? Well, in 68, they just did it. Yeah. Well, but if you weren't, if it's a like a Halloween thing where you don't necessarily get the, you don't get the day off for it, then you can do it on that specific day. But if you want to give them a holiday for it, it does make sense to try to land it on a Monday. Yes. Or people were people were upset that uh, someone in the paper wrote changing the date merely to create a three-day weekend has undermined the very meaning of the day. I mean, right, but there's buddy. all sorts of parades and stuff they're able yeah. to do over the weekends and I I disagree with you, sir or De- ma'am. I disagree with you, dead writer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 1968, do you guys do you guys remember the Heidi game? Do you know what that is? No. The Heidi game? Uh-uh. All right. So there was a playoff game with the Jets leading 32 to 29. Oh, I do. In the AFL championship game with only 65 seconds oh, yeah. left yeah. in the game. <laughs> the Raiders quickly scored 14 points to win 43-32. Meanwhile, millions of American television viewers were unable to see the comeback because the NBC television network cut off the live broadcast in favor <laughs> of a pre-scheduled errand of Heidi, mm-hmm. a new made-for-TV version of the classic children's story. <laughs> the Heidi oh, man. game. I called. did love some Heidi back so, in the day. And the Cardinals went to the World Series. In 68. Sure did. They lost. Was that the Tiger? And was Stan in the like front office then or something? I don't know. All I know is that uh, my sister, the year she was born, the Cardinals won. My brother, the year he was born, the Cardinals won. The year I was born, they lost. <laughs> but they still made it there. It's pretty good. They still went. Yeah. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Your parents should have kept having kids. The Cardinals would <laughs> I know. do even better. Uh, it was the uh, Olympics were in 1968 in Mexico City. That's where the two black Americans on the podium, uh, the gold medal winner and the bronze medal winner, put their put their fists up during oh, yeah, the national yeah, anthem. Yeah. Obviously, it became a huge deal. I mean, see, there was heavy heavy things going on in '68. Uh, also, first interracial kiss ever on television. You guys know what it was? Yeah, was it All in the Family? Nope. Oh, hold on. Oh man, no, I know this. Brando's a fan. It was Garfield. <laughs> it was Oh man I don't I'm trying to think of the shows you listed I read, I read this guy's book You did? Yeah Whose book? I can't even think of his name Can I tell you? He's the writer Yeah go ahead yeah. No You're not right Oh unless you read Gene Roddenberry's book No Oh, Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. You were thinking uh, Norman Lear? Yeah, Norman Lear. Yeah. No, Star Trek. First interracial kiss, William Shatner and Nichelle Nichols, uh, who were both regulars on the show, obviously. Uh, and the ne- also probably kissed a green girl at some point, too. <laughs> yeah, that was really quite count. a few. <laughs> the network was really nervous that uh, the, the affiliates in the South uh, wouldn't air the episode. Yeah. Because you know how the South can be, and <laughs> so they were like, we no, gotta, "Tell us more. <laughs> we gotta shoot." You know the, the old Let's South. Out of, out here. A lot of bad stuff. <laughs> so they shot alternate takes, and they were like, "Well, we'll give them this one." And Shatner intentionally messed up all the alternate uh, takes. 
Did he? Probably kept saying sabotage. That's pretty cool. I say sabotage. You say sabotage. Pretty cool. I say sabotage. Sabotage. Speaking of space, it was December 24th, Christmas Eve, 1968, that Apollo 8 was the first manned spacecraft to orbit the moon. Jim Lovell, Bill Anders, and Frank Borman became the first human beings to travel to the moon. First time they were on the other side of the moon, all kinds of crazy stuff went on. Uh, Launched from the Kennedy Space Center. The first photos of Earth taken deep from space by humans, including the now iconic Earthrise, was from that mission. Oh, yeah, there's a great story about that, too. Like, it was a... It was like it was like the last picture they took or something. Like, hey, let's spin around and take a picture this way. And it ended up being like the best picture that they took. Yeah. In the world, I think. And they didn't know because back then when you took pictures, you had to wait. Yeah. Yeah, they had to wait. <laughs> yeah. Get them back snapping. to Earth. Yeah. Go to All Fox part Photo. Of the space race. And then 68, you know, I don't like to bring this up if there's anything I've learned from uh, Guy Phillips is avoid the Vietnam War, but that was very much going on. Oh, I went down yeah, a rabbit yeah. hole. The, 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 in 1968, that picture, you know, the guy assassinating the guy on the street, and it was mm-hmm. the big, that, was in, that was in 1968, but I went down a rabbit hole about, like, the real story of those guys. Like, the guy that got shot had just done terrible, terrible things. atrocious things, and then they got, it was crazy, but it really turned... The tide on how Americans felt about the war, that that picture and, yeah. and the video. But the guy who did the shooting ended up opening a, a restaurant in Virginia and lived all the way till 1998. And his whole story is crazy. It's, oh, it's all, really? Yeah, it's all real, real wild. Anyway, back to space, guys. Back to this <laughs> Apollo mission. Uh, it was just it was a, obviously a heavy year, all kinds of heavy things going on. But one of the things they said about uh, the, the Apollo mission in 1968 in, in December is they got all kinds of letters that changed all these people's lives and they said you saved 1968 because they made it up to the moon. Made it to the moon. Oh. Pretty exciting. Yeah. And set us up for 1969. That's your <laughs> look back at that year. <laughs> First Five Notes on 106.5 The Arch. First Five Notes is brought to you by Carroll House Furniture. Carroll House Furniture is growing and hiring. And if you like top pay, join the Carroll House family. Let's meet our contestant for First Five Notes. Hello, Bridget from St. Peter's. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? Great. We have some uh, incredible tickets for you to celebrate Halloween weekend. It's Halloween at the pageant on Friday, October 27th. You'll be able to join... The Courtney Show's very own Tim Convy for an incredible concert on the 29th of October. But you awesome. Have, you just have to get two out of three. You got to do a little work, a little work, two out of three in first five notes, and you have to pick somebody to play against. Who are you going to play against? Oh, let's go with uh, Tim. Oh, now I'm torn. Torn. <laughs> are we ready to party here? Yes. Great. Here we go. Here's song number one. No, what instrument was that? In that clip. Did you recognize what instrument that is? You want to play it again, Brando? Yes. Yes, please. Well, so it's a piano. Yeah. Sound like a female playing or maybe a... Alicia Keys. Um, <laughs> that's, good, that's a good. I like. I like that. Though. Not, not, a, that. not a female, but a not a not a late not a girl, but a woman. No, not a woman, but a a male. Man. Yeah. yeah. Now put that instrument together with that. Sing us oh, a song. Oh, piano man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
took a little more work than you would have liked, right, Bridget? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least you're happy, Bridget. If you're happy, we're happy. <laughs> well, here is song number two. Oh, man, you guys, these are like, I'm terrible yeah. at this. I'm so better at clues. <laughs> mm. Okay, that was not familiar to me. Hold on. Are you better at clues? Again? <laughs> Standing in the rain. Standing on the Didn't get a ticket. It was a sold-out show. <laughs> um, you have uh, Marvel Super... Hero? Yes, yes. That's a word. And then it's what you would, like, play... At a uh, old f- diner, you would play music on it. You put in a quarter, pick a song. Jukebox oh. Hero. Yes. There you go. Or put in a quarter. <laughs> 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 All right, Bridget, that's a win. I but- know these songs. I, I'm so bad. Beginning of the songs. That's yeah, where the, my downfall. That second one is notes. tough. You'd been great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you want to play the middle five notes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's right. Yes, give me the middle five. I might get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bridget. Let's get this last one. Here's song number three. Uh, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. You know Ed's first five notes. Yeah. Nice, nice job, Bridget. Way to go, Bridget. We have a pair of tickets for you to celebrate Halloween with Ludo. Halloween is happening at the pageant the 29th, the 30th, and the 31st. That's correct, right, Tim? Uh, No, 27, 28, and 29. That's what I meant. (laughs) Uh, You will be at one of those shows, Bridget. So congrats to you. We'll get you those tickets, and we'll play for more tickets tomorrow on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. There are a lot of stuff on the blog today. Matthew McConaughey's first gig in Unsolved Mysteries. Did you watch it? Yes. I didn't have I didn't have the audio up, but I just watched him act Remember, it out. Yeah, he was a he was just a it was, shirtless it was a, guy in a scene. He was very dramatic in his. Was he? Yeah, it wasn't going well for him. Things I, didn't end well for him in this role. I do want to see it. Isn't it funny how they used to redo those scenes? Yes. So bizarre. My uh, friend you, Rich was in one of those scenes at one point. He was? Yes. I don't remember who was, what show it was. But yeah, he played a police officer. Now I'm looking. Oh, there he is. He's got a shirt. It looks like it looks like he's trying out for the character in, you can't, in Can't Buy Me Love, the one that Patrick Dempsey plays. Mm. Yeah, they rip the, <laughs> she rips the sleeves off his shirt. I don't remember that. And then he cuts the grass. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like that. <laughs> It was probably the same year. Um, you can see uh, Will Ferrell on that that Manning cast last night and him trying to teach Eli how to say the mom meatloaf line from uh, Wedding Crashers. Uh, there's a bunch of highlights from all the late shows returning. Uh, you can click on that and see some of the some of the different clips. Best alien movies of all time. Almost all of them are mentioned. Uh, any alien movie, but there are quite a few that weren't. Yeah, Mac and me. Uh, Mac, Mac and me, they live. Them. They live wasn't on there. Fire in the sky was one. We I didn't thought they talk live about. was That's such a, really a smart one. movie as far as like those glasses, how they could see who was an alien yeah. and who wasn't. We've got one that can see. I mean, it's terrible acting. Yeah, but it's got one of the best fight scenes it's ever. The, do you know that's the longest, the longest fight scene ever. I think I did know that. I think I did know that. Swinging at each other. <laughs> um, you ever see the South Park where they? They yeah. redo shot it by shot, shot by shot. Awesome. It's so great. 
there's a new movie on Netflix with a bunch of stars. You can see it's called Leave the World Behind if you like an apocalyptic movie. It looks pretty good. Uh, did you mention Sia? No. I find it bizarre because Sia is famous for not Hiding showing her face. her face. Yeah. She got a facelift. Yep. <laughs> Isn't that... It's just bizarre to me. Only because she is so... When I read the headline, all the time. I was like, well, how are we going to know? And then look at the picture. I'm like, oh, well, there she is. Yeah, you, I mean, okay. she's she's doing some kind of, looks like some kind of seminar with the doctor that did her surgery. Yeah, I don't feel like she hides the face anymore. Maybe maybe when she performs, I don't know. And then uh, Chris uh, posted the Britney dance with Michael Myers, the side-by-side with the knives. Oh, it's good. It's really good. And then that Yacht Rock thing we talked about early and during Tuesday Tidbits, that episode one, you posted that too. Yeah, and then that can get you to the other episodes. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know, probably 20 years old now, but it used to be funny from what I remember. Uh, There's a lot of good stuff on the blog. 1065thearch.com is where you can go to see all those links to all the things to waste your time at work today. That's what we're here for. Um, And the podcast. A lot of people didn't have the show all morning. They were having withdrawals. There's some good stuff. Those pod numbers are going to be good today. So you're going to want to go back and listen to that podcast. It is, of course, fueled by Salt and Smoke. Salt Smoke. 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 All right. Great Taste Gang Song of the Day, Tim. See a thing's really throwing me. I know. It's weird. Yeah. Can't explain it. No. I can't explain what I'm going through. And frankly, we don't have the time. It's the end of the show. <laughs> That's true. We <laughs> do uh, have that like, show tomorrow. We do have like six minutes if you want to give us a rundown of how you feel about this song Honestly, we're going to play. Honestly, too raw. I feel too vulnerable right now. Thing, so, you, know. <laughs> you might say something you'd regret. Yeah, TJ's going to be in here soon. We just, we know, nobody wants to do that. Uh, you can request a great Taste Gang song of the day anytime at 1065thearch.com. We're getting a lot of soft October requests, which we really appreciate. So keep those coming. Uh, Mary Gibbs is your big winner today with a great request. She wanted to hear. Second chance by 38 special. So we went with it. We said, Mary, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Your head's in the right place. Didn't even know it was 38 special that sang this song. Mm Kind of blew my mind, to be real honest. It's a great taste gang song today. Thanks for listening. We're back at 6 a.m. tomorrow on The Courtney Show. Have a great day. Oh, hey. The Courtney Show podcast nailed it again. Everybody deserves a good pat on the back and a big glass of bourbon at Salt and Smoke. See you there.